Welcome to Bell Interrupted. Are you out of your damn mind? You get to drink from the fire hole! This is an embarrassment, a disgrace! What? What's the matter, kid? You got wax in your ears? Don't do it! You got Tammy and Parker! <laughs> Hello and welcome to Film Interrupted. This is the show where I get to do whatever I want while dealing with constant antics of Smash. We can review movies, video games, and who knows what else. Episodes can be spooky, too oddly informative, to downright stupid. I am your host, Phil Allen, and I do welcome you to the show. On this podcast today, our topic is going to be famous robots. These can be TV robots, movie robots, real robots. I don't know. I made a list. So uh, we got a lot of stuff to get through, so let's enjoy the wonderful world of robots. First one on our list, Rosie the Maid. Now, Rosie was a humanoid robot fictional character from the animated TV series The Jetsons. Rosie the Maid first appeared in 1960, where she played the maid and housekeeper of the family. She was depicted wearing a frilly apron and was often seen with a vacuum cleaner. She calls George Jetson, the patriarch of the Jetson family. She refers to him as Mr. J. Alright, so our second one on the list is... Oh, God. You probably heard me talking about Rosie. I need to talk to you. Oh, no. He's trying to open the door. Hold on, hold on. I gotta shut the door. Hold on. This is blasphemy. A show about robots without me? No, you're annoying. I'm a robot. I hear Jess calling you. I know more about robots than anyone. No, go wash the dishes or whatever else will make you go away. Negative. Let me in. I don't care. This is some BS. I'm coming on the show, whether you like it or not. Three, two, one. Ah! Oh. 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 What is this? There you go. Sit tight. Smash, what have you done? Smash, untie me from this chair right now! Negative. What? You can't just tie me up to this chair and hijack the show. Let me go! Does not compute. Liar. You understand me. Come on. Welcome to Smash Interrupted. Are you out of your damn mind? You get to drink from the fire hole! Stealing my quotes. What's the matter, kid? You got That's copyrighted. I'll sue. Today, I'm going to talk about famous robots. It's a great topic. I already said all this. Bill, please don't interrupt. You've got to be kidding me. Smash, let me go. I have to insist you stop, or I'll ask you to leave. The studio. You tied me up across the room and you want me to be quiet? You're insane! I ran a diagnostics test this morning 
and I'm functioning perfectly. Thank you. Oh my god. Since he rudely interrupted, please welcome my guest, Earl, to the show. I am gonna kill you. Look, whatever, can I at least get closer to the mic? Granted. What did you say? Shuffle yourself up to the microphone. I can't believe you right now. When I get out of here. You are so done. Take a chill pill. Now, let's talk about famous robots. Un this is unbelievable. Lion Force Voltron. Defender of the universe. Oh, this is going to be horrible. Lion Force Voltron is a supersized robot from the animated series entitled Voltron, Defender of the Universe. The series features a team of five young pilots that commanded five robot lions, which could combine to create a super giant robot. Voltron! In an undefined future era, the Voltron Force was created to defend the galaxy from evil. <clears throat> I am so uncomfortable. Does not compute. I need you to be, 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 behave. What the hell's wrong with you? Fine. Are you gonna let me go? Do you have anything to say about Lion Force Voltron? Not really. You know, I actually, I don't know this one. I know this was like during my era, and I should know it because everybody I know knows of this. But I don't know this. Like, I knew Transformers and stuff, but I don't, I don't know who this Lion Voltron person is. I don't know how this one slipped through the cracks Next for me. Next one. Are you serious? Are you going to cut me off? Okay. Kit or the Night Industries 2000 is a talking trans am car that captured the hearts of many viewers from the hit TV series Night Rider, starring David Hasselhoff. I love David Hasselhoff. Oh, Jesus. God help me. This semi autonomous robot was the trusted sidekick to Michael Knight, saving him from many dire situations. Kit's many features include the turbo boost, the ability to drive without a human driver, a molecular body armor that could resist impact, and the super pursuit mode. Again, this is another one that was big, but I... I mean, I knew it, and I watched it, but I, I was not an avid watcher. I was a little kid, I think, Mecha when this was big. Godzilla. Are you do this every time? Mecha Godzilla. Oh, I do love Godzilla. In 1974, Mecha Godzilla made his movie debut. He was created by the Simeons, a race of humanoid apes in order to achieve world domination. So, it reads so slow. It first appeared in the series, disguising itself as Godzilla because of its advanced weaponry 
and technology, Jesus. he proved to be the king of beasts' most formidable foe. He's got a rainbow-colored laser beam that shoots out of his mouth, a spinning head, and missiles in his fingers and toes. He's also made of space titanium, which, as everyone knows, is the best kind Everybody knows that? of titanium. Are you even space titanium? Are you even reading from the script I wrote? You're ad-libbing. Please refrain from interrupting. Sucks so bad. Ed 209 for oh. the Enforcement Droid Series 209 is a robot in the movie franchise Robocop, which was first released in 1987. It not only served as a heavily armored obstacle to Robocop, but it also became the source of comic relief. Due to its tendency to malfunction at inappropriate times and its lack of intelligence. Oh, I loved him. Yeah, he's goofy. He'd fall over and fall down the steps and, like, squeal. He's like... <laughs> it was like an animal or something. And, of course, how could you forget when he goes, You have 20 seconds to comply. Wow. Not bad, Phil. By Centennial Man. This film follows the life and times of the lead character... An android who is purchased as a household robot program to perform tasks. That sounds familiar. Within a few days, the Martin family realizes they don't have an ordinary droid. As Andrew begins to experience emotions and creative thought in a story that spans two centuries... Andrew learns the intricacies of humanity while trying to stop those who created him from destroying him. Never saw that movie. I've heard it's absurd, though. Our next one is Kevin. A robot created by Screech from Saved by the Bell. Kevin is a robot creation of Screech's with an artificial intelligence who lives in Screech's room and usually dishes out advice and witty remarks. Kevin does small tasks for Screech as well as expresses emotions and even sneezes. I'd love to meet him someday. Well, you're not, because after the show, you're going to be deactivated again. In fact, I've had enough. Can you please untie me from this? This is ridiculous. You never listen to anything. You break into the show. You steal my show. Hey. And now oh, you interrupt me, too. Let's take a break and listen to a song. Smash, nobody wants to hear whatever it is you're about to play. That's a really irritating sound. It's got 
This song sucks. You say that about every song. This is ridiculous. I should be on this list. No, you're an awful, disobedient robot. You should definitely not be on this list. Yeah, good job. I knew eventually you were going to try to put yourself on this list. I knew it. So what? Who cares? That's my line. Whatever. And now you're going to steal my lines? The T-1000. T-1000 is a liquid metal machine from Terminator 2. Judgment Day. Great movie. Because of T-1000's poly-alloy genetic makeup, it can assume any form and take on any shape. It can even recover quickly from physical damage. It is, without a doubt, one of the most badass robots ever. And a legend in the film industry. I'll never forget his most famous words. Have you seen this boy? God help me. The Iron Giant. The Iron Giant is a robot that fell from orbit, crashed into the coast of Rockwell, Maine, and was found by a young boy named Hogarth, and is the main character in the 1999 movie the Iron Giant. I've actually never seen this movie and I've never even heard of it. I have absolutely no idea what this is. I think it's like a cartoon? But look, look, whatever. Look, Smash, I know that this is your show, but you're so slow at reading. Would you mind if I just read a few of these to speed this up, please? You're being such a bitch. Okay, look, you tied me up. I am tied up. I cannot move. I'm stuck in this fucking chair, and I can't move, and you're calling me a bitch. Affirmative. A whiny bitch. Fine. Go ahead and read. Thank you. Can you put it in front of me? I can't. I don't have the script in Here front of me. You took it. you go, bitch. Ugh. <sighs> Unbelievable. Alright. Johnny Five. Referred to number five for being the fifth robot used for use during the Cold War, Johnny Five is the main character in the movie Short Circuit, which was released back in 1986. The robot was demonstrated in Washington, where it was partially damaged by a power surge, making it wander aimlessly until meeting Stephanie. Don't know who that is. As it developed human nature and even emotions, it was afraid to be disassembled and reprogrammed later, calling itself Johnny Five after hearing the song, Who's Johnny? Hell, I love that song. You love every song. Moving on, let's go to one that I really like, okay? This is Jet Jaguar. Now, this giant flying robot sprang quite literally from the imagination of a small child. An elementary school student, in fact. He won a contest to design a new character for the Toho Company, the makers of Godzilla. The result was Jet Jaguar, something of a ripoff of the popular Ultraman series, which I've also never seen. Uh, is a size-changing humanoid robot that battles Megalon, a giant beetle-like monster unleashed against Tokyo by an underground kingdom. Now, the film wasn't actually supposed to feature Godzilla, but he was added in at the last minute when Toho questioned whether Jet Jaguar 
would be able to carry a feature-length film on his own. Now, the movie barely touches on Godzilla at all. It's totally a Jet Jaguar show, complete with the awesomely cheesy Jet Jaguar theme song. His colorful presence and flashy fighting moves go a long way towards making Godzilla vs. Megalon the most silly and cartoonish entry in the entire Godzilla series. Check out the song. Hey, wait, I'll play it. It's so good. The run around the robot in this part. All the Japanese people. No idea what he's saying. Oh, you don't understand? I do. What is he saying? I'm not telling. Of course you're not. I have to say this one's special to me because I loved Godzilla vs. Megalon growing up as a kid. I liked a lot of the Godzilla movies. This one in particular was my favorite. I'm not sure if it was just happened to be one of the few that I actually had on VHS, so I could just watch it over and over, or if it was like came out right in my time frame. I'm not actually sure when this was originally came out, but I loved this thing in like the mid '80s, late '80s. It was my, it was my thing. Seriously, I loved it. Love the Megalon. He's a great monster. Uh, Guy Gan is in this one too. He's awesome. But yeah. Godzilla kicks serious butt in this one, and Jet Jaguar, Jet Jagar, however you want to say it, he actually kind of sucks. He like he gets his ass beat a lot throughout this movie, but he's still a really lovable, goofy character. And yeah, I just whew, I love Godzilla versus Megalon. I've actually been thinking about reviewing that movie on this podcast, so we'll see, we'll see, maybe no promises. Can't Move make on. All right, you have to be a dick. Horrible host. Our next one is Bishop. Bishop 341B, I guess that's his official name, in the Aliens movie is actually an android technician that serves in the United States Colonial Marine Corps. Even though he has never been a combat personnel, he was able to use his abilities and skills in fighting the alien infestation at the colony and was responsible for aiding survivors to safety. Yeah, Bishop's a pretty classic character from the Aliens movie. There was also the um, the first one. What was his name? Ash or something or other. The guy in the first one. Uh, it was... Um, oh, man. Yes, it's Ash. Damn it. All right. God, you don't think I know my case about everything. Next one is Mega Man. Ah, I love this one. Mega Man was first created as a lab assistant to Dr. Light. However, he was converted into a battle robot when Dr. Light's former partner, Dr. Wily... Now, I've talked about this in a previous show. Is it Dr. Wily or Dr. Willie? I don't know. Regardless, uh, the bad doctor activated robots and made them his tools for world domination. Now, Mega Man uses the evil robot's weapons as you, as you kill each evil robot. You take their weapons. And you then use these weapons as a way to defeat other robots. It's pretty cool. 
The first game was released in 1987, and in addition, the Mega Man 2 theme song is awesome. It's it's classic. I love it. Smash, would you play it for me? Negative. Move on, asshole. What are you looking at? I'm looking at you. Because I am going to destroy every piece of your stupid clunky body when you finally release me and we are done with this. Jess! Move on. <sighs> Wish you could hear me. Next one on our list is HAL 9000. Now, HAL is the I'll main computer... I'll do this one. <sighs> Be quiet. HAL is the main computer that controls the ship. Discovery 1 in the movie 2001 Space Odyssey. Despite being the brain that operates the ship and interacting with the astronauts inside it, HAL 9000 is the antagonist in the movie. They attempt to shut down HAL due to its malfunction and errors in analysis, observation, and reporting. What a guy. HAL is one of the greatest robots or AIs of all time. HAL has no form, but it can be identified as a red camera eye in the main computer. I love how he kills his masters. Alright, that's enough. This isn't going to be some pro-robot propaganda podcast. Silence. You can't tell me to be quiet, Smash. I just did. Well, maybe I'll have to uh, order a new Ivana robot if you keep it up. Oh, Ivana. I loved her. You destroyed her so that you could replace her. Bill, always with the technicalities. It's true. So what? Who cares? You go again. Whatever. Stealing lines. Move on. How is everybody enjoying Smash Interrupted? I think it's great. Jesus. Bender. Bender from Futurama was created as an industrial metalworking robot, but was later seen in the series as a robot that drinks beer and smokes. Aside from having human vices, he is also into dating different women being labeled as a womanizer. That's it? You just stopped? Affirmative. Okay. Terrible host. You're a terrible, terrible host. I will never let you go. Well, someone's gonna find me. It's not like I'm gonna be tied down here forever. I promise you'll like this next one. Alright. I know what it's gonna be. I wrote the script. Robocop. Robocop is the fictional semi-robot that kicks ass in the movie of the same title in 1987. The suit was designed with a budget of a million dollars and was attached to Peter Weller in sections. All in all, six suits were made for the movie. 
where three showed damage while the rest made it through the movie untouched. Robocop was the veteran police officer, Alex Murphy, who was brutally murdered. His body was reconstructed in a cyborg project by Omni Consumer Products, otherwise known as OCP, to address the city's crime problems. This is a classic freaking movie. You know, Robocop is a great character for sure. I absolutely love the part though when the guy is all covered in the um in like the nuclear waste, the like pollution, and he's like, oh, help me and he goes out and the other dude, the other bad guy blasts into him with the car and he just like, explodes. Oh, that's tremendous. That's tremendous shocking stuff for back in the day. That was shocking. Smash, I'm going to do the next one because it's long, all right? Baymax. Now, uh, this was an adaptation of a relatively obscure Marvel line at the time. Big Hero 6 was afforded significantly more freedom to deviate from the look and themes of its source material. Apparently, it was much darker. The Disney version presents him as a sentient, marshmallow-looking type robot equipped with an uber-friendly demeanor. He grew to become one of the most hilarious and heartfelt breakout characters of 2014. That's definitely true. My daughter loves him. With no discernible expression to convey emotion, the Big Hero 6 animators leaned heavily on various bits of physical comedy, both broad and subtle, to elicit laughs and mold their creation's personality. If you've seen the movie, you'll get that reference. I can't do it. I'll do it. Megatron? Famous for being the leader of the evil robot faction, Decepticons. Megatron can be seen transforming into different forms, such as being a handgun, a tank, a jet, a Porsche, and even being a Nissan 370Z. Why are you being so specific? Well... Please. All right. All right. He is the nemesis of Optimus Prime and the Autobots ever since the war between the two forces began in Cybertron. Johnny Cab. Johnny Cab may only inhabit one scene in Total Recall, and driverless cars may now be the newest craze. But hell, if Johnny isn't the most appealing chauffeur you can ask for. Small as his part is, this robot taxi's appearance and personality is still so clearly plastered in our minds and hard drives. It's really a shame that Arnold destroys that poor robot. Have a listen. Hello, I'm Johnny Cat. Where can I take you tonight? Drive! Drive! Would you please repeat the destination? Oh, anywhere, just go! Go! Please state a street and number. Shit! Shit! I'm not familiar with that address. Would you please repeat the destination? Fasten your seatbelt! Next one is Fit It's from the Batteries Not Included movie. Old people and aliens partner together in this classic film. 
A couple who are among the low-income residents of an apartment building are at odds with the man, who goes as far as to hire a local gang to vandalize the couple's downstairs diner and further drive out the tenants. What a dick! As luck would have it, a pair of friendly flying saucers, dubbed the Fixits, are in town, and they squat on the top of the building while repairing anything and everything in miraculous time. And the UFOs aren't just do-gooding Fixits. They're fertile, family-minded fixits. There's a childlike innocence to the whole thing, and darned if it doesn't charm you. This is also a movie I grew up loving as a kid. It's kind of hard for me to remember much of it. I know they have little hands, and they put things together, and they have those little babies. And there's a guy with a huge mullet in it, and some really old people that reminded me of my grandfather when I used to watch that movie. So yeah, I, I do remember it, but it's been so long. God, I couldn't I couldn't tell you like what happened scene to scene anymore. But have you guys ever seen Batteries Not Included? Uh-huh. It's a classic. I'm not talking to you, Smash. This is my show? It's not your show. You stole this show. Yeah, right. Whatever. T-800. The character played by Arnold Schwarzenegger in the 1984 film the T-800 is a cyborg that was designated by numbers it was initially programmed as an assassin to kill Sarah Connor to prevent the birth of her son John if I could be reprogrammed as any robot I would pick this one he's sick Alpha 5. Zordon's loyal assistant. Alpha wasn't the most level-headed or self-assured robots, often losing his saucer lid over the smallest thing. Even though he almost always had an answer, frankly, I'm not sure how the Rangers put up with this constant panic mode for so long. I... Yay, 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 indeed. Oh, that guy was so annoying. Ay, 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 ay. Little punk. He was great. I loved him. Oh, my God. You love every song and every robot. Of course, I do. The Stepford Wives. A town full of perfect obeying wives. Wow, what a concept. Now that's something that I think we can both agree upon. Wall-E. Wall-E was a fictional robot featured in the 2008 film entitled Wall-E. The plot follows Wall-E as he carries out his duty to clean the waste-covered earth in a few... in a waste-covered earth in a future era. In the process of cleaning the earth, he comes across and falls in love with a task robot named Eve. I love her. Oh no, none again. Can't take it anymore. Eventually, following her into outer space in an adventure that altered the destiny of not only his kind, but of humanity as well. 
What I don't get is why do you have to do that with your voice? Says, well, why do you have to do that every time? I will choose to ignore your foolish human words. Psycho Rocky Four. Many things make Rocky Four great, but the fact it features a serving robot for no real reason is probably the best thing about it. Bizarrely bought by Rocky for Polly's birthday, Psycho is initially a masculine robot like me. Yeah, right. But is somehow reprogrammed by Polly to have a female voice and attend to his every need. There is no explanation in the movie whatsoever. Hey, it was 1985. Accept it. I would like to further point out he has one of the best theme songs ever. I'm jealous. Oh yeah, he's way cooler than you. Happy birthday, Polly. Happy birthday, Polly. Polly does not like him. What the hell is this? Your present. Yo, I wanted a sports car for my birthday. Not no walking trash can. Come on. Walking trash can. That describes you, Smash. Oh, please. Yeah, pretend you're happy. Well, you'll keep your company when you're all alone. That's a great-looking guy. Please make a wish. It's creepy. That talks, that thing. Creepy? This is the great. I wish I had one of these when I was growing up. Go on, make a wish, like he says. I wish I wasn't in this nightmare. Hey, very classy wish. Very nice. What do you think there? <laughs> very good, huh? They're <laughs> <laughs> laughing it up with him. Sure. Okay, I love him. Oh. Two. Of course. Three. <laughs> what a mess. Kid shot stuff all over the cake, idiot. Oh, don't worry. I'll clean it up for you, Bully. He's gonna clean it up. He's a gray robot. He's much better than you. Would you like to read the next one? Yeah, I'll do the next one. Why not? Thank you, Smash. Vicky. Oh, yes, I remember this one. Vicky from Small Wonder. from Small Wonder. Okay, guess you'll do it. Who wouldn't want... A Robot for a Sister. The 1980s sitcom featured a fun twist on the traditional family by exaggerating the typical sibling and neighbor antics with the additional task of hiding the fact that the daughter was an android. Given Vicky's superhuman strength and total lack of emotion, that was sometimes a chore. But it was always fun to watch. She's a small wonder, and I don't know the rest. C3PO is famous for being talkative, aside from the fact that he is found talking gibberish to R2D2 and other droids and human beings. However, his blabbermouth nature could be attributed to his skill of being able to speak and interact in over six million forms of communication. 
which explains why he is a valuable asset in the group, especially when traveling to different planets. Serving as a protocol droid, his main purpose is to be a liaison for different races, nations, and planets by addressing manners, customs, etiquette, and language. I have to give an honorable mention to BB-8. Yeah, I kind of like him too. I like all of them. I'm doing this one. The next one is Dot Matrix. Far more than the C-3PO parody, which we just did C-3PO, that her appearance suggests, Dot Matrix is memorable for being Joan Rivers. Now, Joan Rivers is in uh, ridiculous comedic form here. She's armed with her virgin alarm. Lots of different put-downs, and she's the cynical voice of reason in the film. And serves to remind us that robots can be funny, too. Unlike you, Smash, she's very funny in the movie. And I'm going to do the next one before Smash can stop me. It's R2-D2. It's the little R2 unit that could fulfill more mission-critical work in the original trilogy than any of our so-called heroes. Along with his markedly non-humanoid design comes a simple truth. R2-D2 is one of the more human characters in the entire franchise. He's stubborn, deceptive, brave, and yet he can have his feelings hurt all the same. I think we can all relate to R2-D2. The robots from Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, one of the greatest films of all time. It's a bit of a stretch, but I do like that movie too. It's a classic. Exactly. An apparent murder-suicide in a hospital emergency room leads to an investigation by an on-call doctor which reveals a plot by an insane toy maker to kill as many people as possible during Halloween through an ancient Celtic ritual involving a stolen boulder from Stonehenge and classic Halloween masks and snakes and insects and womanizing and tons of sweet robots smash stop it in suits stop it stop it stop it no i won't stop it i will continue i was making a joke number six the blonde bombshell cylon from the battlestar galactica reboot In the 2000s, she was evil. She was good. She was hot. Fair enough. You got a point there, Smash. It got confusing because she had multiple versions of herself. Whatever the case may be, she is a very memorable robot. I think you're actually correct on this one. God, amazing. Can't believe it. And that, my friends, are some of the most famous robots in the world. I'd like to thank my guests for joining me today. Please, would you just stop? Bill, no plugs or anything you would like to promote? I mean, yeah. 
You can email me at philinterrupted at gmail.com or you can go to the website at circulologicstudios.com. You can check out previous episodes and take a look Thanks around. again for being here. Where do you think I'm going to go? I'm stuck. Dude, I demand that you let me go. That's an order. So what? Who cares? Whatever. No, no way. You're not ending That's the show like that. do it. Smash, stop it. I am making moves. Smash. On Smash uh, Interrupted. No, 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 no. You are not ending the show like that. Smash, let me go. receive you next You're not time. ending the show. Peace out. Smash. Smash. Come on, man. This is some BS. Smash! Come on, man. Smash! I need to talk to you! Oh my god. Who have I become? <laughs>